0: Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. It is your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons from the Chakra Girl. Co. Today, we are interviewing the lovely Lacey Gadgard. She is a hair guru and founder and CEO of Laced Hair Extensions. She makes the best hair extensions. All the bachelorettes wear them. All the celebs wear them, guys. You need to listen to this episode. We're talking about creating a celeb hairstylist life and business, how to create fun hairstyles in two minutes or less when you have no idea what you're doing, which is like huge for me because I- I feel like I only wear my hair two ways, and one of them is a sweaty bun. Uh, we're talking about how to choose happiness every day. And Lacey is sharing how she's creating impact in her nonprofit foundation, which is so, so heartwarming. So it is finally sunny here in Vancouver. I'm feeling so amped, so pumped up. Whatever is going on with the retrogrades, non-retrogrades it's all good. Everything's feeling like things are moving forward and my clients are saying the same thing. And may this be the inspiration you need to finally start that project or finally, you know, whip yourself into high gear, guys. Summer's almost here, I think. I don't know, because we didn't really have a spring. So gosh, what, up, what is up with that? What up with that? And I don't even think that's us here in Vancouver. I think that's everyone, but it is very Vancouver to complain about the weather. Like in LA, they always talk about the traffic, like on the Californians and SNL. If you haven't watched that, go Google it now. But in Vancouver, we really only talk about the rain. Like that is our small talk. So yeah, I guess I'm small talking with you guys. It's sunny, no rain. What about that? Let's get into the chakra tip of the day. And it's just about embracing your intuition. Intuition is so freaking important because A, like... You need to know what to do next and B, because it like allows you to look at what you're doing. It allows you to kind of like look at yourself. And I feel like whenever something bad happens, we tend to look outward, but I want you guys to do this little practice that I do. When something's not going quite right, you like breathe in to like all areas of your body. So like start breathing into like your legs, then your stomach, then your heart, and just like seeing where it doesn't feel quite right. And then you kind of like ask yourself, okay, what does it feel like? What am I feeling? And like see what words come up and it'll be like stuck or blocked or uncomfortable. And then you can kind of like, Just kind of meditate on those words and see like where that's coming from. And your intuition will always guide you to know like what's not quite going right. And then what I love to do is some like free flow journaling being like, okay, what do I need to know? I will literally write that at the top of the page and then I'll just go on this insane, I hate the word brain dump, but I'm just going to have to use it. There's no other word. Um, brain dump of thoughts. And don't let your pen leave the paper for five minutes. Like set a timer if you have to, play some classical music if you have to, to get you into flow. But when you do these things, like A, breathing into your body, seeing what feelings come up, journaling, that is how you increase your intuition and become psychic AF. So I definitely recommend it. So before we get into this episode and the interview... I want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by my Chakra Girl Meditation Bundle. You can get my eight meditations and and my one how to meditate audio, so nine audios all together for $37. And these are the exact meditations, the exact tools and tricks that I use to totally change my life. And that might sound sound cheesy or cliche, like, oh, an audio is going to change my life. No, but the action that you kick yourself into and the energy that comes from it when you open your chakras in these meditations every day, there's like this untapped potential and this untapped energy. So there is meditation for finding your ideal love, even if it's within yourself. There's a meditation for removing guilt and anxiety. There's a meditation for being the life of the party and getting rid of social anxiety. There's a meditation for manifesting whatever you want. Go check them out. The website is chakra girl page co. So that's chakra girl p a g e. D-E-M-O dot i I'm going to put a link in the show notes. If you're listening on iTunes, the link will be right there in the show description, or you can go to my website, theshockergirlco.com, go to blogs and podcasts, and you'll see the episode here um, on the page, and then you'll click on that, and you'll get the show notes, you'll get the link, and you'll get the meditations, and all will be well, well in the world. Okay, let's get into the show. Here is Lacey. <laughs> Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. I'm here with Lacey Gadigard. She's a total hair guru and the founder and CEO of Laced Hair Extensions. Laced Hair Extensions provides hair extensions to women all over the world, offers education to stylists, and just founded a nonprofit laced hair foundation, which helps women everywhere suffering from hair loss. Lacey started her career at the Bougie Bellagio Hotel, where she's a high-profile and celeb client. She styled for magazine shoots and even did hair for people on VH1. Super cool. She's finally found her calling, which is doing hair extensions. She's so good at it. Laced Hair has been on ABC, The Bachelor, Shark Tank. Um, She's been in music videos. She's been featured in People, Alert, Cosmopolitan, and several hair magazines, blogs, and even country singers, which is super cool. Welcome, Lacey. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really, I'm so excited. Yay. Thanks so much for being here. First, before we get into anything, I need to know who is the biggest celeb that you've done hair for? Uh, well, it kind of, sometimes
1: they like us to not kiss and tell, but okay. honestly, <laughs> I, I used to do hair at the Bellagio and the very first, you know, the Bellagio is such an amazing hotel and we're talking when I first started my career, two thousand three ages me a little bit. I know, <laughs> but we would have celebrities coming in. There was Paris Hilton all the way to Muhammad Ali and everyone it. in between. So I was able to do a lot of celebrity hair back then. Uh, Paula Abdul, so many celebrities would stop into our salon. And then now that I've created my brand, I work with so many other stylists. So our hair extension brand is we have a big presence in Nashville. So a lot of, like you said, the country singers, and then we have a huge presence in LA. So a lot of the celebrities in LA are also wearing our hair. So yeah, it's, it's been kind of fun to see it grow. And from not only me doing it, but now I have a team of stylists
0: that Use our brand, so our hair is just kind of everywhere now. So it's been fun. Okay, and I can't wait to hear more about that. Before we get into hearing more about all the amazing things we're going to that you're already doing, I want to get into some rapid fire questions that will just kind of loosen us up and get us to know the real you. So, do you have a daily ritual? So honestly,
1: my life is so crazy, and if I don't have a daily ritual, I I couldn't. I couldn't function. Um, (laughs) And I. It's kind of hard because I have. I always say I have two separate lives. I have this. On one side, I am a single mom of two little boys and run my business here in Salt Lake City. So when I'm actually home, I have to wake up before them. I do try and do a little bit. I have some weights by my bed. I try and do a little bit of workout in the morning, before they wake up, and it just it, it kind of cleanses my soul a little bit just to, you know, get a little bit of workout. in, even if it's five minutes, um, I do, I try and before I even open up Instagram or anything, I definitely try and just get ready before I even open up any of my apps on my phone. Because Mm -hmm. if I start emailing or start Instagramming, I'm going to run late for my day and my kids will be late. So it's really important that, yes, I wake up in the morning Sometimes a lower workout, sometimes not, but just get ready before my kids so that I can, so I can help them get ready for their day as well. And then if I'm out of town, you know, like I said, my double life, cause I do, if you, if you're following me on Instagram, you'll see I'm always traveling somewhere. So when I'm out of town, that's a, it's a little bit harder to have a ritual. So I, you know, I try, it just depends if I have an interview or a, an appearance or a photo shoot planned sometimes I have to wake up earlier or later or, you know, so it's, it's kind of hard balancing the two. So I always say, I just kind of have a double life of a good double life though. But so really, I just have to write things down and keep everything, um, keep everything in order to keep my mind. Cause there's always so much going on in my, in my head that I just try and keep things in order.
0: Yeah. And I love what you said about like getting ready before your kids get up because so many moms are like, I don't have time to like do my hair and makeup. And they, I just feel like doing your hair and makeup, like actually getting ready makes such a difference in how you feel. And you know, says the girl who's currently sitting in her sweaty yoga clothes. But, (laughs) (laughs) But but I mean, the fact that you do that every day is enough. Like that gets you on the right vibe.
1: Well, thank you. I mean, of course there are days that I'm like, I'm going to work in workout clothes, but because I drop them off at school and go straight to work, I don't usually have a choice. So
0: it's like, yeah, I have to do it. So, and you work in a salon, your own salon, right? Yeah. So we have a salon
1: and then in back of the salon is my lace hair headquarters where we keep our inventory shipping and receiving. And then I have an office back there and it's actually, we've outgrown it. So I'm actually currently looking, we'll keep the salon there, but I'm looking for a larger office and warehouse space right now as we speak. So,
0: so exciting. Yeah. Thank you. I love that. So my next question, do you use crystals or essential oils? And if so, which are your favorite?
1: So honestly, it is so funny that you say that because I, was talking to one of my employees today about, she is so amazing with all of her crystals and her rocks. And she had me hold some of her rocks today. And I honestly, I am just going to be honest. i have never really, I've always heard of that, but I've never like gotten into it. And she's like, I just want you to hold, I was telling her about this podcast. She's like, I just want you to hold this. It's just going to calm you. And I feel really bad that I don't remember. You probably know which one is the one that's calming.
0: Um, what color is it? It was a um, it was like speckled, I think. Speckled, she said it's supposed to be calming. Okay, well, I'd have to see. Well, like, what color? Do you know what color? Were, what color were these speckles? It was white and black, and then she oh. had some other ones, and there was eight of them. Um. Oh. Those are probably, if she had like eight of them, they were probably like chakra, like all aligned for the chakras. So that's good. Even just being in the energy of them and having them in your office space, <laughs> probably. that's
1: why I need you because yeah. I have you take over and teach me all about this. Yeah, I'm so excited to get to know you because of all of this because I, I am all about anything that can help with my energy and help bring goodness and light into my totally. life. So yeah. I'm really excited to learn more about it.
0: Yeah. And the thing with crystals and like how they work, it's like they have like a vibration, like they're from the earth. So they have like a certain vibrational frequency and that makes us feel grounded and calm and like has all these other properties. And so it's like when we match that frequency by having it around us, because like if you picture like little energy waves from your body and little energy waves from the rock, <laughs> um, they end up like matching up and it's just really, really cool. So we'll get you some crystals.
1: Okay, yes, please. I'm going to fly you out and just have you in every room tell me which
0: one is my house and then it might That'll off. be that'll or. be our trade. You give me long luscious hair and I'll crystal you up. It is
1: done. <laughs> done, done, done.
0: So good. Okay, next question. What is your go-to cocktail order? So, it's so funny. I'm kind of I kind of been a
1: Moscow mule girl always. So good. Um, I mean, who isn't like, they're so good. Right. Um, and then lately I've kind of turned into a whiskey girl. I'm not going to lie. Oh, So there's what whiskey that. with what? So my favorite whiskey, there's a distillery here in Salt Lake. Well, outside of Salt Lake city in park city and it's called high West. It's like, there's a restaurant and all this whiskey and it's just so delicious. They have different bourbons and rye and I'm probably saying things wrong because I'm not an expert by any means but there's uh and then there's this drink that you mix whiskey and egg white and actually wine and it creates Mm. this, this layer like three layers and it's called a New York sour and it is like my drink of choice and a lot of bars don't have it because it's kind of a weird drink but it is like so amazing so you'll have i love
0: anything with the egg white froth like anything frothy frothy in a cocktail like yes please like that's like probably the biggest reason i can't be vegan is because i need the the egg white froth. and there's also a pisco sour that has a egg white on top if you have never tried that that one is also very amazing okay i need to get on this and it is pisco so Okay. I need to try it. Okay. My next question, and you are obviously the hair guru. What is your favorite product line for hair?
1: Oh, that is one thing that is so hard because honestly, there are so many amazing products out there. But so if we're, I want to just, just for all the listeners, I want to have a salon favorite that I love. And then also in store that you can buy in a store that's actually Mm -hmm. So, in our salon right now, we carry Unite products and R Co products. R Co is really amazing for styling. Both products are, you know, they do not test on animals. They're very safe and they're very amazing. But R Co has really fun salt sprays and really good hairsprays, good dry shampoo, and they're really cute packaging, which is amazing. And then the Unite line, they have really, really awesome moisturizing and deep conditioning products, which is obviously very important for long hair and for hair extensions. So Mm -hmm. those are my two that we carry in our, in our store and that we really like. And then one of my friends and the most amazing LA hairstylist, her name is Kristen S celebrity.
0: Yes. My hair, the guy that does my hair here in Vancouver is like obsessed with Kristen S and he's like all proud because when her clients come to Vancouver, I guess she sends them to him and he's like on cloud nine. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. She's, she's the best. We, she uses my brand of hair on her clients and, um, and yeah, she's, she's amazing. So I love her product that's available on target. Um, I actually just used her, her purple shampoo today on my, my hair is blonde and it, you know, can turn, start to turn brassy and I use her purple shampoo and, and then the conditioner. And I love her products. They mm-hmm. smell so good. And I'm super proud of her that she created this line. I love seeing other hairstylists that have created products because we're the ones that know what the customers want. So totally. I think that it it makes such a difference for um, the consumer
0: that a hairstylist has created these products. So Yes, I'm, I have like a huge cool. girl crush on Jen Atkin. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, her product, I haven't used it a ton, but I have used it um, – we actually used it when I did the Victoria's Secret show in Paris. Oh, uh, no big
0: deal. You did the Victoria's Secret show in Paris? Yeah, they were wearing <laughs> laced hair at that show. Oh, my gosh. What an accomplishment. <laughs> Thank so you. So cool. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so before we get more into that last rapid-fire question, what is your guilty pleasure?
1: Oh, my gosh. I feel like I have so many. This is hard. Like, but it's funny. The first thing that came to me. I do. I try to eat really healthy. I am gluten free. I try to avoid sugar, except from fruit and obviously
0: alcohol. Um, but I a necessity. Not, one of the I, one of the necessary food groups. Alcohol. <laughs> I
1: mean, honestly, like I, I am obsessed with potatoes, like in all of their beautiful forms. Oh, so good. I, I love French fries. Like I probably, you know, I'll just never be the size I want because I'm not going to give up potatoes. No. Ever.
0: So especially if you're gluten-free, like that's your, like, that's like your substance.
1: Exactly. I I can't have, I can't have pasta and bread anymore. So I love French fries and in Utah, and I know it's kind of, there's a few places that have it everywhere, but Utah, it's called Fry Sauce. It's super popular. They mix ketchup and... Ketchup and mayo together and it makes fry sauce. Oh
0: my God. That I, I mean, amazing. It's amazing.
1: It is. It's amazing. So, yeah, I would have to. It's funny that the first thing some people probably say shopping, I mean, who knows? But I'm like, first thing I think of, I'm like, oh my gosh, French fries for sure.
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh, they are so good. Um, Okay. So, you have your own salon, you have your own company, you travel a ton, you're a mom. Like, how the heck do you do it all?
1: It's so funny because that's probably one of my most, you know, when I'm doing interviews or I'm speaking, just someone to say, how do you do it all? It's, it's such a, I think because I don't know any different and I just, I have no choice, you know, like, yeah. And I'm pretty lucky that I enjoy traveling and I enjoy being really busy, um, to a fault, meaning I don't stop sitting, sitting down to enjoy a show or to go and do something like isn't usually what I do. If I'm watching TV, I'm probably working on my computer too, to be honest, which means I'm not watching TV. So I just, you know, just being able to stay busy and um, really loving what I do. I, I think that's how I do it all too. I love my job. It doesn't even feel like work. I'm like, you know, I did, I went on a work trip to LA for five days last week and it's just like, wait, this is seriously my what I do for work and, you know, meeting people like you and being able to talk like it, it does, it keeps me going. And, um, also surrounding yourself with, with good like-minded people. I have a lot of friends in the, a lot of women, especially in the, in the workforce that are just badasses that are killing it, that are CEOs or awesome bloggers, or, you know, like meeting people like you doing these really fun podcasting and really helping people. It's just like, surrounding myself with really
0: good people, I think helps me a lot too. Exactly. Yeah. It's like when it doesn't even feel like work It's like, you're actually like curating a life that is enjoyable, that also makes you money and allows you to travel and like meet people. And I think that that's, I think you like nailed it on the head there because I think that's what everyone ultimately wants. And for you, it's like you you know you kind of like started in one place and now you're doing something totally different like how did that transition kind of go for you uh
1: the transition of being in a you started salon. off
0: yeah you started off like at the bellagio and then you like started your own company like how did that transition come to be so
1: when i started my company there was just kind of there there was something missing in the extension place. I, um, I do, I offer a lot of methods of extensions and I did where I worked too, but I would have clients coming from all over and they all wanted different methods and they wanted hair right then. Cause they're flying back to LA or New York, wherever they were from the next day. And so I just, you know, I thought that it would be amazing just to have hair on hand for myself. And so initially that's how I started. Um, I just need, I just wanted hair for my own clients. And then from there, my friends were also hairstylists. They were like, Oh, well you created these beautiful colors. A lot of the colors on our color swatch. So the different colors you can choose for extensions are custom blended, custom blended colors that I thought of. And so I, um, so my friends were like, well, we want those colors. Those are amazing. And then From there, we just kind of grew, and in between that, though, the reason I moved out of Las Vegas, my ex-husband went to law school, so we actually moved to Michigan for him to go to law school. And then that's when we were in Michigan. Instagram launched their app, so I was one of the first people to get Instagram, and I met a lot of people um, through Instagram that wanted me to do their hair. Mm -hmm. And from there, it just grew. Our my first viral, um, my first viral post, I I did hair a lot of hair hated me after but i did hair for um one of my great friends her name's Kara and she created the makeup line mascara she's a very successful very amazing mom she's the sweetest person um i took her hair from black to blonde mm-hmm. and so it was a huge process it took us 3 days and of course the whole we documented the whole process but the blog post was how to make your hair from black to blonde. And it went, and I mean, it's been pinned. I don't even know. I haven't checked it in a long time. So it was a long time ago. But from that post, people started ordering from my website, this janky website that I created. Um, and you know, I remember the first time someone from Virginia ordered hair extensions for me. And I was like, wait, what? How'd they even know about me? So Instagram kind of pulled me I, I would give, you know, attribute everything from growing my brand to Instagram and Facebook of getting the word out there in blogs. I mean, and Pinterest and, you know, everything social media. So that is how we initially started getting our name out there was just um was Instagram. So I never dreamed in the beginning, it was just something I created for myself that I wanted for my own use. And then so I never dreamed that it would be, you know, gracing the runway of Victoria's Secret, but you know. Here we are. So it's been a really a bit, fun yeah. journey, but I did start it eight years ago. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's been a fun journey.
0: Yeah. So you've obviously like in these eight years, like manifested so many like amazing opportunities and connections. Are there any like spiritual practices or like kind of like words that you like live by that have helped you create these opportunities?
1: So it's it's really interesting. I I am a Utah girl. I grew up. Um, I would definitely say I I grew up in a very spiritual community. A lot of people here are very spiritual in in their religion and their beliefs. And I'm happy that I had that background because it um, it lets it lets me believe in some sort of higher power. Whether whether it's Godly or the universe, I know that there's good out there. And so, um, and so honestly, I, I, I wouldn't say I have any like special words. I more believe in feelings mm. and happiness. And I, I have always known that, you know, I've been around people that sometimes are just miserable. And I've always known that happiness is just a choice when people will say, Oh, did you like living here? Did you like doing this? Did you like doing that? And it's honestly, my question, my answer is always like, yeah, I loved it. And I think it's because I wake up every morning and I'm like, okay, today could go really bad if I choose or, you know, sometimes bad things happen. And I just, I would honestly say my most lived by words are just to remember that happiness is a choice. And I stayed pretty genuinely, you know, happy. I, yeah. I enjoy being happy more. So I just always <laughs> choose to be happy and I don't really sweat the small stuff. I know that's probably not really a spiritual saying. But it well,
0: I think, it, oh, I think a hundred percent is. It's like just about like the way it's like, you're just like staying on a higher like frequency or like a higher vibration because you're not letting other things like pull you down into like a darker, like lower vibration.
1: No, exactly. And I've had and I I mean I'm I'm not sure what other questions. I hope I'm not bouncing ahead, but I've had some really crazy health experiences. So um I think those experiences two years ago I was diagnosed with a brain tumor and dealing with that and not knowing what what was going to happen changed me completely. I do not I don't sweat the small stuff from just because of that experience because I feel so lucky every day to be here. So,
0: and you also, well, and you also, um, you have MS, as right. Correct? Is that yeah, correct. So that's, yeah. so
1: that's how we found out about the MS first. It right. was, okay. you know, we went in, I had a lot of weird symptoms that point to brain tumor. I had crazy headaches. I was having seizures. I was having mood swings. And then my whole body went, my whole left side of the, of my body was paralyzed and my face was just sagging. So we went into the ER, they did an MRI and ultimate, and they said, you have a brain tumor. So they took me to a different hospital that is a little more equipped to deal with that, the neurology department, the university of Utah. And from there, we spent a long time running tests, doing treatments, um, scheduling brain surgeries to figure out what it was. The tumor was in an inoperable spot. So I actually opted out of having brain surgery against a few of my very smart, wise doctors choices. I just felt like I shouldn't undergo the surgery. I felt like there was something else going on. And that was honestly something that um, I had no idea why I felt like that. I just felt like I shouldn't have the surgery. So I didn't want the surgery and they didn't do it. So I had to wait for six months for them to do more MRIs and see if this tumor was growing because they wanted to, to do a surgery to test if it was cancerous. Mm-hmm. And I opted out of that surgery. And a lot of people thought I was crazy, but I'm glad I didn't do it because it turns out it was not a cancerous brain tumor. I mean, a tumor is anything foreign in your body. So it still is a tumor, but it's, it's you know, what they believe now. And what I also believe is, is a multiple sclerosis brain lesion. Mm-hmm. So I, if they would have done surgery on that, they would have, it would have been an unnecessary brain surgery that could have killed me. I mean, quite honestly. So I am glad I opted out of that surgery. And now the last, you know, it's been about a year and a half. Oh, Actually, almost two years now. It is two years. Sometimes when time, then I can't really remember Mm -hmm. everything. But the, so yeah, it's been two years since I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And I've been dealing with that. And I give myself daily shots and have a ton of not fun symptoms with MS. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I feel really, I always say it, it was, the best worst news ever because either I have a cancerous brain tumor or a malignant one, but where the tumor is, it's on a really bad place. Um, you know, it's right in the butterfly of your brain. So, you know, walking, talking, a lot of things were very hard when it was very aggravated and really inflamed. Mm. Um, So either I have, you know, brain tumor, either malignant or cancerous, or you have multiple sclerosis. Those were the only two things it could be really. Yeah. I always say that my, my multiple sclerosis diagnosis was like the best worst news ever. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. Cause it could have been, well, and that's just such, I mean, a beautiful way to look at it is like, even though you're, you know, struggling with this daily, it's like, it could have been worse. It could have been something way worse. And you know, you're still obviously managing it. So how, um, how do you feel like that has affected your career and your life?
1: So with MS, it's crazy because I didn't really know a lot about it. Um, You know, to be honest, I was really depressed and sad when I got that diagnosis um, because I was like, okay, this brain tumor, it's about the size of a plum. So, um, but I was like, okay, well, if it's, if it's malignant and there's no cancer in it, I can live with it. People live with brain tumors, like even though they can't operate on it. And I, you know, I was like, okay. So I'm going to fight this brain tumor with like health and exercise and good vibes. And, you know, I was planning on fighting this brain tumor. So when they came back and said, you have multiple sclerosis, you know, with 90% certainty with all your other symptoms, I was actually really sad because I, I pictured, and I didn't know a lot about it at the time, obviously. So I, I just pictured these women with multiple sclerosis that I had like heard of or seen and they're in wheelchairs and they have canes and, you know, just like these you know, these older people that are just like, it just seemed miserable. And I was really, really upset to be honest. Um, at the time, because I was like, no, I'm going to live with a brain tumor. and fine. So to find out you have a disease, yeah. a D, you know, demyelation of your body and your muscles and brain, I was like, Oh geez, that's actually really crappy. So, you know, in a lot of research and I, I help with a lot of MS events here. And, um, just going through a lot of my treatments, I have met some really spectacular people. And honestly, like I, um, I've learned so much about it and there's so many advances and I have medication that helps. Um, and you know, I'll, I'm doing okay. So just, you know, not being ignorant and learning about it has really helped me. And, you know, it's pushed me to, we just like, like you mentioned, we just pushed or launched the foundation Um, just, I spent a lot of time at Huntsman Cancer Institute that's here in Salt Lake City. And the Cancer Institute does infusions of chemo and steroids and just people that are fighting diseases, cancer and other things, you know, diseases like mine as well. And so um, I saw a lot of women in there, you know, without hair. And sometimes I'm spending six to eight hours a day at this Cancer Institute. So I was like, oh my gosh, I own a hair extension company. Like I can help so many people, and then I felt really blessed and really happy that I'm having this experience, and that, mm-hmm. and that's when I figured the real reason that I founded my um, my hair extension company was so that I could help people. Like that's when I realized that I was like, okay, I, you know, I've seen women's lives be changed when they feel confident, and I make their hair so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, now I'm going to know directly who to help. And I have all the means to do it. I have my manufacturers overseas. And so that's kind of the last two years. It's kind of been, um, a lot of work to try and put that together. Cause we also built the salon and also did all this other stuff. And so I'm so happy that we finally have that, uh, set up and it's still in the beginning stages. I obviously didn't really have any idea what I'm doing, having a foundation and. Um, I'm just really excited to get that going
0: so I can help women just feel confident again. Uh, First off, like huge props for like, just like continuing and thriving and like using, um, you know, a negative situation to help and empower other people. That is just like, so, so amazing. Was there kind of like a pivotal moment where you were like, okay, I can either just be sad or I can just like keep going and keep like living my life
1: yeah I mean it, it was it was such a roller coaster of emotions I mean I had crazy days that were really hard and days that you know I couldn't walk very well and i couldn't I would try and talk and it was like my speech was blurring and it was just like, oh my gosh, but i you know I also try and be you know ever a lot of my friends and family will say I, I try and be like the jokester. Maybe. I mean, I think my jokes are funny. I don't know if anyone else does, but like, I always have tried to be really funny. Yeah. So, um, you know, I've tried to just like between humor and between, um, and between just being like, you know what life happens. Like I, I've always been a pretty like relaxed personality. Um, you know, definitely relax that I try, but fun. I would just like to say I'm fun, but yeah. like, I, I think that that moment was just like, you know what? Like sometimes I have these things that are hard and my brain fogs up and you know, the, if anyone researches a little about multiple sclerosis, it's definitely not a fun disease. Anything neurological, it's not managed. It's it's very painful, but you can't manage it with meds because your nervous system will, shut down any pain meds you try and give yourself. So it's a really interesting and crummy thing, but like I've almost learned to live with it. I don't even notice it that much anymore. And when I do, I just try and listen to my body and say, okay, like you have to take it easy. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to take it easy because I'm a single mom and my boys are very active and very busy. And they, you know, right now is baseball practice three times a week. And then the game's all day Saturday. So it's kind of like, I just was like, you know what, like life comes and goes and or life, you know, life changes come and go and you just, you never know anyway. So I'm like, just tried to make the most of it. And I really don't feel like my disease defines me. I forget that I have it. And then when I'm like feeling crummy with some of the pain and some of the symptoms, I'm like, Oh Yeah it's because of that stupid MS crap, you know?
0: And yeah. it's, like, it's like, you're not like, it, it's like you're not clinging onto it as like an excuse. Um, and you're not like being a victim of it. You're just like, keep doing what you're doing. And I think by doing that, you're like probably a lot of the symptoms have subsided just because of your like mental choice. And it kind of comes full circle to what you were saying before, just like choosing to be happy.
1: Yeah. And I know that like with, um, like I said, I definitely, my, um, so MS, your muscles start to deteriorate and the muscles, because the muscles that you're not using start to take away from the muscles that you are using. So I have to do, you know, I do, I try and stay active and do yoga and, you know, we were active, we ski. So we've been skiing all winter and like just keeping, you know, making sure that my body, um, can function properly. And, you know, I'm really lucky that I don't have to sit behind a desk for eight hours a day, and I can't use my muscles because I think that would probably cause a lot of problems. So, you know, just trying to stay active. I I do for the most part, eat as healthy as I can other than the French fries, but I'm not going to give those up, you know, ever. So I've accepted my fate on those. Yes. uh, (laughs) They're worth it. And, and the whiskey. Exactly. And, and I'm, you know, I'm gluten free. So that's really, and I used to suffer from migraines. I mean, since I was 10 years old and they're, they're the dehabilitating migraines that I throw up and I have to like be a vampire in a dark room. And since I stopped eating gluten, I honestly have maybe had two migraines in the last three years. Oh my God. That so is I not have migraines anymore. And I know that the gluten, most people with multiple sclerosis, they really, really, um, all all of my doctors have, oh, that's the first thing they always ask me, like, you're not eating any gluten, right? They just know that it's, it's in Mm -hmm. any inflammation in your body makes multiple sclerosis a lot worse. So I went and found out, I went to some holistic doctors that showed me what I was allergic to. And, um, so I was looking at some random stuff that I don't even remember that I probably didn't eat anyways, but my number one thing was gluten. And I was like, Mm -hmm. really? So I stopped eating it, and then all of a sudden, my migraines went away, and it was pretty life changing. Oh so, yeah,
0: yeah, I feel like everyone needs to get those tests. Like I was allergic to bananas, and like I had no idea. And then, like I found out, and they stopped eating them. I was my digestion just like totally changed because I was eating them like every day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he I never to know. those too. So crazy. Well, oh my god, thank you so much for sharing all of that. And I think that's just so you know, the fact that you've been able to just like build this amazing hair empire and like be traveling all over the place and like doing what you're doing and not letting, you know, a sickness define you. It just is such I think that's just so empowering for anyone going through anything, whether it's a sickness or, you know, a, a mental illness or just a shitty situation that you're in. It's like you literally can just choose to keep keep going and like keep going for your dreams.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: I love that. So let's switch gears a little bit. I want the hair tips, okay? I need to know what tips you have for girls with naturally curly hair. Because when I do extensions and so I've done clip-ins, but when you do like the taped ones, how do you like suggest managing that? Because like my hair would go like so curly and then the extensions would stay straight. Like what are your tips for that? Oh, uh, so not to get ahead of myself,
1: but I hope that we can come out with a natural curly extension. Um, oh my gosh. Why does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Does it? I know, I'm like, I shouldn't have said that yet, but um, <laughs> so, honestly, that is the hard thing. So my hair is really is not, I shouldn't say really curly, but is naturally pretty curly. And yeah. so, um, the extensions, if, if, if you layer your extensions, that usually helps because the extension most extensions, at least ours do, have a natural wave to them. I mean they're not kinky, curly, Mm -hmm. but if if they you have enough in and they're layered properly, you should be able to get a really nice natural curl out of them.
0: Yeah. See, I think that's my problem is that I've only used like the clip-ins and I'm just like putting them in myself so I don't really know. I think I just need to bite the bullet and get and the tape. Probably like
1: come see me or something.
0: But,
1: yeah, 100%. Yeah, so the – but that is the tricky thing. You have to – you just have to style them then. I mean, to be honest, you just have to blow out blow your – dry, yeah. Um, or you can – Um, Kristen S. has some really – because she's all about the natural curl and – she has some really awesome products that help your hair get a little bit more curly if it's not, and and have it air dry. Another yeah. thing,
0: right now my hair, even though I own an extension company, my hair is short. So I know I was gonna say I feel like we have the same haircut right now, and I'm like, I you made me feel really cool when I saw your hair. I was like, oh, oh she hair has hair it so too. Cool. I must be cool. <laughs> well,
1: honestly, like that's what's so fun about hair and extensions is it's like. Honestly, like you can, I mean, yeah, extensions are not the cheapest things ever, but it's just fun to have options to know like women grow their hair up for years and are so stressed out about it and want to cut it, but they don't dare. And it's like, just cut it. You can always get extensions.
0: I know. I feel like there's something so liberating about like cutting your hair.
1: Yeah. It's fun.
0: And it takes a little bit less time to blow dry. So. Totally. So what other tips do you have? Like, what is your like number one hair tip?
1: Honestly, it's so funny because I think right now, if you look at Instagram and Instagram how-tos and videos, it's, you see these beautiful braids and all this really cool stuff. And as beautiful as those braids are, I think people look at those braids and think, I could never do that myself. So I'm more about simplicity and easy. And if you see some of the videos that we post and our YouTube channel, it's like, hey, We're going back to basics and I'm going to teach you how to do just a quick little side braid because it's amazing how, yes, I know how to do that, but I didn't realize how many people don't. Mm. So there's nothing wrong with simplicity. It's like do a little side ponytail, but put like a handkerchief on it. And then all of a sudden you look so cute. And It took you two seconds. So like, you know, you don't have to spend 10 hours on your hair to make it look like the famous Instagram braiders hair. There's nothing wrong with that either. But like my company, we really want women to just feel confident and to like get out there without spending an hour primping. So I'm all about shortcuts and how to, we actually just posted today on our Instagram, um, a milkmaid braid braid that is a simple way to do it. Because a lot of people find it really hard to braid and so I showed you a really easy way to do it. That's like two minutes. Every Tuesday, we post a two-minute tutorial with a, like a really quick and easy hairstyle. So mainly I would say I, um, you just, you know, for, to answer your question that you asked, I probably didn't even really answer it. No, but like, that's totally just, helpful. Like, basically, so like, just like, try new things. Like, it's not as hard as you think. Yeah, so just to try things. Yeah, to try new things. And that simple is okay. There's nothing wrong with, putting your hair in a ponytail and adding like a bow to it. And then it takes you two seconds. And honestly, my most liked photos on Instagram are when I'm, when I'm like, Oh my gosh, that hairstyle took me four seconds. Uh All I did was add a bow to my side ponytail. Like I had no idea people would like be obsessed with it, but they are simplicity. I think wins. And I, I want people to look at our Instagram page and to look and to be like, Oh, I can do that. I don't want to intimidate people. And I don't want people to think it's unachievable. So That's why I created our clip in line. So, women that can't make it into the salon all the time to get their extensions done have the accessibility to clip their hair in at home. And it's so easy and takes minutes. So,
0: yeah. And I think that's the only, that's the other thing too, is because when people see these like long, luscious braids and they're like, oh, I could never have that. It's like, yeah, you just got to clip it in. (laughs) You can do it too. Exactly. Um, And even like, do you ever wear, um, well, I mean, not even necessarily you, but I even feel like for me, like I could even plop in some extensions that are like shorter just to add volume and like thickness as well. Cause I've got like super fine hair. So I think that's another, another tip that I need to get on is just like, cause sometimes if it's like the day after I washed my hair and it's like not as much volume and it looks super flat, I think I need to like, get some extensions just for thickness. Yeah,
1: a lot of people honestly wear extensions. Like right now my hair is the exact same length as my own hair and I just have some yeah. extensions and the method I have right now are taped in, but it just makes my hair look so much thicker and honestly to get a really amazing curl, my hair doesn't curl at all. I've really thin nasty hair and it's like all I need, I think I have maybe 10 pieces of tapins in my hair right now. And it just looks full and beautiful. And my curls look so much better. So it's like even just a few pieces around your face or a half head of extensions or just one row of clip-ins changes how your hair looks. It's just, even with thick hair, the curls will actually hold, especially where, I mean, I've never been to Vancouver. I want to come visit for sure. Okay. Definitely come, come when Jennifer comes. (laughs) um but it's like i haven't um is it humid it's humid there right it
0: is yeah it's like well cuz it's always raining so yeah. it's like there's always like a little bit of moisture in the air so well,
1: sometimes in humid climates like your hair like you try and curl it and i mean curl it with a curling iron it it just falls right out and extension yeah. here holds the curl like your real hair doesn't. Yes. So I have a lot of customers that are like, I have really sick hair, but I wear my extensions because the curls don't fall out. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of a trick too, I guess you could say. And here yeah. it's extensions hold the curl better than, than your own hair does. So. Yeah. And
0: I've seen, so I've seen Jennifer's hair and obviously you do Jennifer's hair and her like extensions are so soft and like so natural and just like, I'm just, like, obsessed with them. They're, like, so silky.
1: Yeah. Her hair looks really good. And honestly, we just – she just came in because she's visiting Utah right now for LA. Yeah. yeah. Just came in and she got – um she got some, some new extensions put in. It looks super good. We I know, know. I saw the, the pictures. was So, yeah, she looks amazing.
0: Ugh, I love it. So – I'm just obsessed with all of your things and I can't wait to just like stalk your Instagram and do some super easy hair things that make me look way better. (laughs) So what is next for you? So
1: honestly, it's so crazy because I always have a million ideas in my head and um, obviously I always hope all of them, you know, come to be. But, you know, right now, I am really focusing really hard on that foundation. Um, We're really trying to um, get the word out there about it to just find stylists that want to work with us to be be able to offer extensions to these women that are suffering from hair loss. And so that's kind of been on my docket. Um, And then we're actually, um, I just planned a whole education Tour. I think I'm trying to put Vancouver on it if I can find some uh, salon there. So, we're, what we're doing is a tour and we're going to cities where I do an education and then a cocktail party where, you know, hairstylists can come and also anyone can come that maybe follows us on Instagram or so. We're just finding spots and just doing these little cocktail hours and pop up shops. And I'm going to major cities and I'm that I'm not lying. I'm not just saying this cuz it's you, but Vancouver is on the docket. Yay. So I'm just <laughs> trying to like kind of travel around, get the word out there. Um I'll tell you about all the cool places. Oh yeah, I'm so excited to come back. <laughs> um So yeah, that's just what we're doing. Just trying to get the word out there about the foundation and then just, you know, spreading the uh spreading the word about our brand and just, you know, meeting more hairstylists and more, you know, more people that want to just find out about us and Yeah learn
0: how to, you know, really change their life by actually finally enjoying their hair. So, so inspiring. I love that so much. So where can people find, um, out more about the foundation and find you? So our,
1: our website will be lacedhairfoundation.org. Um, but there will be a direct link. And right now it's just the beta site up right now, um, which I'm sorry about, because I know we're talking about everything just, takes longer than we think. Mm-hmm. Um, but our website will have a direct link to the foundation as well. And our website is just lacedhair.com. And then our Instagram is laced hair extensions. And then my personal one, it I'm kind of happy. I, it's kind of fun to have too because I really get to be myself on my personal one. I talk about more of my travels, and I'll post pictures of my kids and I have a French bulldog and he's always on there. And (laughs) I, I try and keep that very real. I've shared, I've started to share a little bit more about my health journey. I was very hesitant to share about my health journey because I, you know, in the beginning I felt like it might be a sign of weakness. If People are like, oh, you know, if she's buying, like, do we want to buy hair from her company? If she's sick, like Mm. blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, I'm happy that I've grown up now, but I wish I could go back to myself two years ago and, you know, tell my, you know, slap myself maybe and be like, no, talk about it and let people know that you're also human. I think Instagram, we lead such a fake life sometimes, which doesn't, I, I shouldn't say fake, but like we only post the good stuff. Highlighted. And like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people always love when I post something real and I get so many personal messages just telling me, you know, t- women talking about their struggles, however big or small they may be, they're still struggles. And to know I've inspired people, um, that also helps me go- keep going because I'm like, you know what, if, if I can inspire four people by posting something about my health or even one person that's worth it. So I really trying to share a lot more about my journey and especially as things keep unraveling about the foundation. And as we grow as a foundation, I definitely want to keep sharing more about my, um, my health journey, because I think it really has been really inspiring to people, which is, which really helps me a lot to keep going, to be honest, mm-hmm. you know, that people are watching me and are being inspired by my story. You know, I am, I'm
0: really, really grateful for that. I think that's just so important. People want that like vulnerable connection and it's really, you're just being like, permission slip for them to, to keep thriving as well. So thank you so much for that. So before we go, we're going to go into manic moments and manifesting, where we're going to talk about our last meltdown and the last thing that we manifested. So I'll go first. So you can think of yours, my manic moment. I had like the worst sleep ever. And like, I am so mindful of people's time And I so badly wanted to cancel my personal training appointment, like half an hour before it was supposed to start. (laughs) And I was being such a baby. Like I was literally like feeling so sorry for myself. I'm so tired. Like why, like, why do I have to work out? Other people don't have to work out. Why can't I just be skinny (laughs) just like being such a brat? Like pretty much like on the brink of tears, and my I was like, I'm just gonna cancel. And my husband is like, No, you're not. Like, you need to stop right now. I'm just like immediately, like I was like, oh, Okay, yeah, I'm being a little bit ridiculous right now. <laughs> so I didn't cancel. I went, and it was a great workout. Um, yeah, even my trainer was like, Wow, great job today. You had so much energy. I was like, well, Little do you know, <laughs> I was about to cancel <laughs> on your ass. <laughs> um, so yeah that was a little bit of a mini meltdown. How about yourself?
1: So it's so funny. So I started thinking about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I have meltdowns all the time. Um, cause I feel bat crap crazy. Um, so <laughs> You I, can swear. You can swear. I'm, I'm like, me. I censored it cause I didn't know. Um, <laughs> but today was one of those days that my, um, that was really a struggle bus for my children to wake up. And I honestly, my seven-year-old is a little bit more difficult than my nine-year-old. And I was just like, Lucas, you need to wake up. And I started going crazy. And I'm just thinking of, because I, I will panic if I'm late for anything. I am always on time and I get really stressed out and I am the owner of the company. I can be late if I want, you know? And I still am like, (laughs) <laughs> you know, I need to be there. I like, you know, like I want to be there when we open. And so here I am like panicking and freaking out on my seven-year-old. And then I had to say like, okay, like let's talk to him. Like he's seven. And like, you know, so I had to calm myself down and just, I was like, okay, Lucas, like, I know because he's kind of me, but seven. And so he's like, because our personalities are pretty similar. Like I know that he hates waking up in the morning. So I'm like, okay, I need to put myself on his level a little bit. So I'm just like, okay, Lucas, what can I do to help you get ready this morning? And he kind of looked at me like, cause normally I'm yelling at him like, no, Lucas, you need to do this. You need to do this. Like hurry, put on this outfit. We picked it out last night. You know, I'm yelling. And, um, and he kind of looked at me different when I was like, what can I do to help you get ready faster? And I was calm for the first Mm, time ever. Yeah. He was like, wait, wait, like he didn't even know how to react. And so, (laughs) and then he's like, well, could you help me find my shoes? (laughs) And I'll (laughs) I'll, I'll, go put on my pants. And I was like, oh my gosh, like seriously, it was that easy instead of like yelling at him and he won't listen to
0: just ask him what he needs. Like, yeah wow, mom, it only took you like nine years. I know. And it's so be funny dog. because it's, it's like that with adults, like with adults, you know, like, okay, I'm not going to like, you know, say it was like an employee. You're not going to like scream at them. Cause then they're not going to like respond to it with kids. We just think like, oh, we're supposed to yell at them. They're used to it. Like it'll fix that. Yeah,
1: and then I felt <laughs> so bad. I mean, I have so many guilty mom moments all of a sudden oh, ever, but I was just like, and then it was good. And then he also was like, I forgot we got like halfway down the street and he's like I forgot my backpack mom I'm so stupid and I was like oh, no. I was like honey you're not stupid why don't I just turn around and get your backpack we're okay and he's like really instead of me getting mad at him and being yeah. like eh. like cuz exactly. I have done that and definitely will admit I'm not the most perfect mom ever like cuz it is stressful in the mornings you're getting your kids you're trying to get ready you're I'm trying to get to work I have meetings I have stuff I have to do and so Anyways, today I was just like, I really had a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I just, they're just little people. They have their struggles. They have their moments too. And so I was like, it got to me that I was like, why not just like ask him what he needs? And I'm like, I'm going to really try and do that more often because it made our lives so much easier this morning. So.
0: Well, and I think like we tend to like, act the way, I don't know, like, what your situation was, but, like, act the way to your kids, the way, like, your parents acted to you. And I know, like, my mom was, like, so, like, irrationally mad at something (laughs) so that I catch myself even being like that to my husband sometimes. And I'm just, like, Like, when I was a kid, I knew that it was stupid to get mad over little things. But now I'm doing it. Like, (laughs) I need to chill. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, So funny. Well, that's a good one. See, all the manic moments we learn from.
1: No, I agree.
0: <laughs> um, okay. Something that I've recently manifested, I'm super excited about my upcoming trip to Paris. And yeah, I just feel like I've been – I've visualized it for so long and – You know, my husband, I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast as well. Like we weren't going to be able to go for very long because my husband like was in a nine to five job. And I manifest, I talked about before how I manifested him getting laid off with a really good severance and he doesn't actually have to go back to work. So he's retired now. (laughs) So um, now our Paris trip can be longer and we can do all the things that I want to do. And yeah, I somehow just manifested all of it.
1: Oh my gosh. Do you you like need someone
0: to come help you do your hair while you're there? Yes, I do. I do. (laughs) I really do. I actually, I've been, I've actually, one of the things I'm in the process of manifesting is a glam squad. So (laughs) maybe we can just like, you can just come around with me.
1: No wonder you asked me to do this podcast.
0: (laughs) What convenient timing. How convenient. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. So, what have you manifested?
1: you know it's so funny because it's i think everyone has their own definition of a manifestation or you know thinking of something and dreaming something and putting it out there and it's so interesting because a manifestation to me is is it's almost like an act like i feel like you want something bad enough you can get it whether it's work whether it's like thinking about it so much that it's, it's consuming your thoughts. So you almost make it happen. So it's interesting when, you know, if you ask different people what that means, I think it could really be anything, but like, totally. honestly, last week it hit me that I'm like, we need a bigger space because right now we're so cramped. There's just boxes of hair everywhere because we've grown so much in the last year, which I'm very happy about. But I was like, Okay, I need a warehouse space and I've looked at the ugliest ones ever because a warehouse is that it's not usually cute. And I was just like, yeah. oh, it would be hard for me to be at work where it's I'm not surrounded by like cute things. And I'm like, I don't want to spend a ton of money to make a warehouse space that we're probably gonna grow out of again in a few years. Like super cute. So I was like, I just I'm like, you know what? Like I know that there is something cute out there. And I mean I want to keep the good vibes out there, but the uh, my realtor that's helping me look that also just like popped out of nowhere. This amazing realtor, um, he was like, "I think I found this really cool." And I had not all I've told him is warehouse space, and he sent me emailed me some yesterday, and I was like, "I hate all of those." And then he's like, "I actually think that I found a space. It's already built out. There was this really cool like um, the people that used to that used to be in it." are a really cool beach cruiser bike company and it's built out so cute and they just they're growing so they need something bigger so they're just trying to get out of their lease and he emails me over the pictures and he's like this is available in a month and I need it like right now and I was just like wait a second like where did that come from because he read my mind and yes I'll take it so I'll I love that tomorrow, that's so exciting that it works out but was I mean I think the a lot picture? Of a lot when you're just like, I think some people, how have you done this? Have you done that? You know, I started my business from literally the ground up. I didn't have investors, I didn't have people to help me, you know, family that could help, you know, support us by starting the business or anything. I just had a vision and had a dream and knew and knew what worked for me. And then all of a sudden a lot of people kind of when you find something that you're so passionate about and that um you love so much. A lot of people gravitate to that. And it's almost like a magnetism where people are like, wait a second. Like, and I just feel like I've had so many amazing opportunities come to me that I, I mean, I could talk about this for the next hour about all the opportunities that have come to me that like, I wouldn't say it's been luck. I would say that it's been because I've worked really hard and believed that I could achieve these things. And then it just happens. It's like, I don't believe in luck. I believe in working really hard and not saying no to the wrong things and just putting yourself out there because opportunities are out there, especially in this day and age with, with, with social media and the internet. And just, I mean, it's just been incredible. I I'm very happy. I I don't like to use the term luck because I'm like, I wouldn't say I'm lucky. I've worked my butt off, you know?
0: So I know. I catch myself sometimes being like, oh, I'm so lucky to have this. and then I'm like, no, I'm so grateful to have this because yeah. like I created this with my energy in some way or form.
1: Yeah. So I definitely would say like nothing's out of reach. It's it's in this day and age, it's pretty incredible. I, you know, definitely, you know, live smart and wise and try my best to um make sure every everything's taken care of. But I just am like I I'm every day so grateful and love the opportunities that have been given, you know, given to me. But I, they're given because I thought about them and then made them happen.
0: Yeah, so, like you like pictured I it, you were like clear, though. clear of what it is, visualize it and took some form of action to like move it forward, had all the good vibes going. And then that's kind of just like the recipe for like everything you want.
1: I agree. I like that. The recipe. Yeah.
0: It's the recipe. <laughs> no, I put everything back to food
1: somehow. Yes. So I'm like, that was a good one.
0: The recipe. Yes. It all comes full circle back to the French fries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, amazing. It was so, so great to have you so many good tips and so much inspiration. And, oh, it was just so, so great. Thank you so much, Lacey.
1: Raw, thank you so much. It was so fun talking with you. So
0: tell everyone again where they can find you. And I know you mentioned that you wanted to give a little discount as well.
1: Yes. So we will be offering a discount that is, um, it, the discount code will be chakra girl and it can be 10% off your entire order.
0: So nice. and yes thank you thank and you then, so much we so appreciate that
1: well of course and then also you can find us on instagram at laced her extensions and then also that's our business and then my personal instagram if you like french bulldogs and kids and like Selfies and travel, like we all do. <laughs> that one is Lacey Gadigard, the weirdest last name ever I know, but Lacey Gadigard. And then my website is com.
0: Yay, amazing. Uh, and for the people buying extensions, if they buy the clip ins, they can do them themselves. But if they buy any of the other ones, they have to get them put in, correct? Buy a hair, says yes. Okay, perfect. I needed to know that for myself as well. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Thank you so much, Lacey. You are so welcome. Thanks, hun. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for being a chill Chakra Girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amberlee at thechakragirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Amber Amberlee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.